All right, welcome to another episode of Casual Nonsense. I'm Mark. Well, unfortunately, Batman was not available to be your host today, so you will be stuck with me once again. Uh, and I want to remind you that if you share the podcast with at least one friend, it will bring you good luck. I promise. Uh, so do you play poker? Are you any good at poker? Uh, I'm joined today by Nick, who claims to be quite the poker player. So join us as he talks about his love of the game and the plan for him to one day make it to Vegas for the World Series of Poker. Let's see where it all begins. All right, Nick, what's up, man? Welcome to the show, brother. How's what's it up, going? Man? How you doing today? Good. Good, good. Uh, so I've been trying to get you on here for, uh, we'll just... <laughs> We'll just say a couple weeks. Like we'll just we'll, we'll round down. That's being generous. That's being generous. Uh, <laughs> probably a couple months, but you're, uh, you're a hard man to lock down, man. You're, yeah, you got some scheduling conflicts all over the place. Actually, been doing some legit stuff. My brother just got married, so uh, got through that. I was the best man there. So uh, oh, okay, congrats to brother Nick. Yes, he's in Bali, so he's doing uh, Bali, doing Indonesia. If you like me, didn't know or have ever been anywhere. <laughs> I was so. thinking it. <laughs> so thanks to you for the geography lesson. Yes, yes. Sweet. Well, listen, today, man, um, you know, we, you and I have talked a lot. So you and I, we work together. Um, we work for, you know, a local local company here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main topic I want to talk to you about today is, uh, you know, you got some poker skills. At least, so you so you claim. Sure, so you claim, sure. Self-proclaimed. Uh, self-proclaimed. I mean, that's all that matters. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit. And um and just go from there. But let's just, you know, I guess give me a little background on you. Are you are you from the Raleigh area? I'm from uh, Greensboro, which is hour and a half from here. Uh, I've lived, lived in North Carolina my whole life. Okay. Um, so moved to Raleigh, I don't know, 15 years ago, but lived in Wilmington, lived in Morrisville, lived in all of these little places around Raleigh. So um, probably lived in 15 places, but all in North Carolina. But you're so. a native. You're, you're uh, an NC native. Born and bred. Okay. All right. Yeah. There's not many. I, I, I will say, you know, um, even like at work or anywhere, you're just like, nobody's from North Carolina because it's just such a good job market and so many smart people and all yep. these kind of things. So I'll give a shout out to uh, to uh, Dylan. Uh, he was on the show. He yeah. was, I think, the only other North Carolina native that I had. So shout out to Dylan. And while we're on the subject, uh, congrats to Dylan. Uh, Dylan has just launched his podcast, so you know, be sure to check that out. Uh, the the Dad Bod Brigade. So give him a little plug there. So <laughs> congrats, Dylan. Cool. We were trying to get. I was trying to get Pete on the show. We all know Pete. Uh-huh. Uh He's doing something amazing. He's probably running with the Bulls or something like that. I mean, oh, he's wow. a he's a pretty impressive fella. So maybe <laughs> we'll get him on next time. So all right. So you're a married man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, any is there like a crazy story? How you and your wife met? Or? I've known my wife since uh, we're five years old. So one of those old-fashioned uh, love stories, if you will, right? You know, I've known each other. We were boyfriend-girlfriend in kindergarten and high school. <laughs> I mean, it's literally like uh, that. Slightly creepy. Just <laughs> Very <laughs> creepy. Um, but, you know, we're, we're still together. Uh, I've been married, God, please, Lord, nine years. Uh, <laughs> three, three kids here. Um, you know, we can edit that later. Yeah, if that's no, I think I was, I think I'm, I think that is factually correct because I know we're getting to 10 and, but we're not there. So we're nine. Perfect. Um, three kids, Nico's six, uh, Sophie is three and Eliza's about to turn two. So got our hands full there. You have your hands full, that, to say the least. But, but you, but you, you, you've, uh, done that before been there done that on the other end of the uh yeah i've uh that race is uh beyond for me done so yeah mine are uh mine are older but 
when they were all younger, they were about three years apart. So at one point wow. we had, you know, the, we'll say one, four and seven, mm. you know what I mean? So it's, it's a lot. Um, I found myself and I, and I'm going to take a stab that you and me are similar in this way. Uh, when, when the wife was working and I had all the kids, uh, I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, I wasn't like, Hey, yeah. let's take all these three young children and go to the grocery store. That wasn't happening. Yeah, yeah. We went to Moe's last night. We, we don't traditionally well, go out together. To it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, even together, even together. And you're just like, this wasn't worth it. This wasn't worth it. Like this is not <laughs> thought this was going to be fun and you know, all this, but you know, it's just easier to, and it's also like, cause you don't get to eat. Yeah. You don't get to eat, but it's also like everybody probably wants to uh, <laughs> murder you, murder me all. right now. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And you just kind of like, being respectful of others and also just they're crazy. So yeah, they, well, I mean, they're kids. I mean, this, you know, you can't really blame them, right? No, no. But that's cool though. So that's congratulations, by the way. Um, Thanks, I think that's awesome. I remember uh, you got a couple of COVID babies there. From, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, for shout better, out, for, shout out to the paternity leave at our employer <laughs> as well. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, so what you do? Would you consider yourself like a? Like a Salesforce professional? Is yeah, that your... Salesforce professional, Salesforce architect, admin. You know, my title is Salesforce lead. Um, but in reality, um, it's just anything on the Salesforce platform, you know, like to cool, like to work in. So, all right. Well, all right. So, on to more interesting things. Sure. You, you know, instead of desk jobs, right? <laughs> so, you, um, we were talking one day and you came in and you showed me this, uh, this piece of jewelry that you had won. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I didn't see you with it today, so I don't get a chance to see it again. But uh, so you won a poker tournament. Uh, what's the casino? Cherokee. It's the up che- in, in okay. the mountains of North Carolina. Okay. Is there a name of the tournament? Like, is it a regular? Uh, it's a W uh, World Series of Poker circuit. So they travel around. Um, you know, they actually come to Harris Cherokee three times a year. It's the only place they come to uh, multiple times. But okay. Um, you know, they travel uh, Jersey. You you know, casinos up there. So. But yeah, they just travel, and it was a big tournament, and uh, jumped in it, and got lucky, crushed so. it, right? So, <laughs> of course, it, yeah. we're talking about Texas Hold'em, right? Sure. There. Yeah, and yeah. actually, actually, this tournament, I, I play, you know, a bunch of forms of uh, poker, but this tournament was Omaha. Oh, really? So the tournament that uh, I that okay. I want to ring in is Omaha. So, so Omaha has um, you get is it four four uh, four, four down cards, cards, yeah, and then you still get the same, you know, board. Uh, the flop turn river. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played Omaha before, but not as much. So <clears throat> for a, de- a, de- a degenerate like me, it's a fun, a more fun game because you're literally in more hands because there's so many more possibilities. Oh, when yeah. you have four cards. So for me, it's like, I, I like to, uh, to be in it. Okay. You know, so, uh, just, just more possibilities, more fun. So what, what's the, what was the buy-in for something like that? Um, tournaments up there range from, you know, $400. You can, uh, satellite into some things, but the, you know, lowest stakes on something like that's 400. Typically the mains are 2k, $2,000 buy-in. So, um, so which, then, which one did you do? That tournament was a $600 buy-in. Okay. So, um, 229 participants, right. And Sweet. to come out on top, you know, beating people that are certainly better than me, but, um, with poker, the, the beauty of it is anybody can show up on any day and if the cards fall right, and if you're, you know, avoid some, some, you know, uh, <laughs> explosions, then, you know, you could some tilting, some tilting, yep. uh, then you can end up on top. So, so I was going to ask you, like you kind of touched upon a little bit there, but how much you think is, um, skill versus luck when it comes to tournament poker, right? If you're playing mm-hmm, cash games, mm-hmm. I think that's probably more skill, I would say, because you're just going to wait it out and go, yeah. but in a tournament blinds are increasing every 
15 minutes or mm-hmm. whatever the, the, the method is, you know, on a 100% scale, 50-50, 70-30, what do you think? I, I think that the skill set in tournament poker is different. Right. Yeah. The skill set in cash game is it's an infinite game. So you just play correctly. The beauty, in my opinion, of tournament poker is the fact that you can be aggressive. I can put you to the test. And if you're wrong, you're out. You can't buy back in. Gotcha. So that's really where I like, quote unquote, thrive is this notion of like, I'm going to put you to the test and I'm going to be petrified as well. Right. But putting you to the test is one of these ways that. You can apply pressure in a strategic way in a tournament. So. Okay. I mean, that's what you, so, so I haven't played in a tournament like that where it's cost me that much money. I've never had the courage for that, but <laughs> we did a lot of home games. We do a lot of $5 tournaments, $20 sure. tournaments, things like that. So I'm a little familiar with the steps of it, but same thing, right? So if we're hanging out with some friends, it's not the money, it's the, it's the pride, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you play with certain guys after like so long and, um, you know, shout out to my boy Jay. Uh, he seems to win a lot more than he would lose. But so you get in the game with someone like him, and like, well, I'm like, oh, I got to beat Jay today. You know, he's <laughs> the one I'm going after. And if you can't beat him, it's like, damn it, he got me again. Sure. You know, sure. but then you have someone that maybe just started playing. This is a funny story. My father in law came over one day, and we were having this, uh, I, I don't know if it was a two table tournament. I don't remember. And he hadn't really played much poker, right? So we're like, oh, John, you know, come on in and play, right? He's like, yeah, all right, you know, you know. 10 bucks or whatever, right? Uh, I swear he won this tournament in like 10 <laughs> hands, right? It was the fastest tournament I've ever seen. He caught every card. He didn't see a hand he didn't like, and he caught it every time. And he's like, oh, place. yeah, he's like, hey, this game's easy. He's like, nothing to it, right? So we're like, all right. So we're all like, what the heck just happened? And uh, no disrespect to John, he didn't win again for a little while after that. <laughs> you know, Be- beginner's luck, if you will, the yeah. notion of. But like I said, things can fall into place, and there's chance, and there's, you know, it, there's also the notion of like, you know, things that happen that are outside of your control. Aces versus kings. You know, if you get dealt pocket kings, and you know you're sitting in the big blind, and the small, you know, small stack goes in, you're always going to call. And they might have aces sometimes, and it's just a one of these. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't you? Unfortunate situations. So, yep. So uh, it's such a fun game to play, and you can play. I don't want to say as a family because you don't play with like little kids, but we would. Yeah, you it, can teach them. It became an event. <laughs> it became an event for us. Uh, you know, the wife plays. We'd have couples that would come over, and we just play for not funsies. Like you got to play. You know, at least everyone put in at least five bucks. Like you, you got to make it worth something. Pay Otherwise, you're playing for like M and M's, right? And no one cares about that. Yeah. Right. So that's a good time though. So Omaha, I haven't played a lot of Omaha, uh, a little bit, but maybe I'll get into that a little bit. You'd like it. You'd like it. And, and as far as like um, the courage or stakes, you'd mention that comment. It's really if you're gonna play, you always need to take the money outside of the game and say, I'm not concerned about the money. I'm concerned about this in this moment. Am I in my head? I might be scared. Like yeah. the element of fear will never leave poker, but separating the money is what makes people quote unquote professionals and successful. And they're like, I think I could get them to fold right here. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to so go for you it. You said uh, about 400 you kicked in for that first one. The, the Omaha was 600, but 600. in terms of like, you know, tourneys I had played before then it took me probably 10 times playing those $400 tournaments before I even made a day two. Okay. 10% of the, the people make a day two. And that's typically when you cash. So to go from, you know, getting my butt kicked, then making some day twos and making some men caches, and then to have like the, you know, top of all tops, it's, it's lucky. And I always tell my dad, I'm like, 
<clears throat> I'm glad I got it because I'll probably to get back to the very end is you realize how f- lucky you are to continue it's to grind, dodge, right? Bullet after bullet. These are 14 hour days, so two in a oh. row, and that's a two day. And people play two week tournaments and stuff like the main. So, so what is that? Uh, <laughs> so 14 hour days. Think about that. You know, what's, what's that table smell like? <laughs> Ooh, it's not fresh. <laughs> These are not fresh tables. Do they offer breaks throughout that 14 hour day? I mean, there. You know, you got probably a lunch break in there, and you probably got like two 15 minute breaks. You know, it's it's rigid. That's both good and bad, right? Because what if you're in a zone? You know, you you're just you're getting some momentum if that's if that's even possible. Right? And I, you know, and I did feel like I was in a zone that day, and I was chugging water, this and that, and then I had to like, oh, now I got to deal with going to the bathroom because I'm so hydrated. <laughs> yeah. and I mean, really, like, but um, I don't know, like feeling like you're in a zone is a very cool thing, and I I want to get back to that feeling, which is why sure. I want to play more. You know, so yep. but with three kids, a wife, work responsibilities, of course, inflation. <laughs> well, I was whatever asking, you know. <laughs> I was asking about the amount, right? Because, like you said, if it's uh-huh. if it comes down to if you take the money out of it, it's like okay, you got this money to lose. If I go to a casino, you know my my game of choice is craps. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't officially dropped this much money in one sitting, but like <laughs> I could drop four hundred of the craps table without even blinking because sure. you know you got to spend it to make it, right? I mean, and craps is a game where it depends on the minimum table stakes, which is a whole different you know, mix into to it, right? But if it's a 5 or $10 table, well, that's a minimum bet on all the basic bets. You can't cash in 100 bucks and expect to play for more than three or four rolls until the dice get hot. You sure. know what I mean? So sure. so same idea. Like if you go in there uh, and you're in a tournament, like you said, and if you play too timid, you might miss a move, right? Maybe you got like a, a mid-range hand, but if, if you had the skill or let's just say the, uh, the mathematician in your head or whatever, mm-hmm. you can calculate the odds and you might have the nuts – uh, and like you don't know it because you can't calculate fast enough and you don't push your chips all in or whatever the case is. I mean, you miss an opportunity. So sure. So if you play, you know, a little bit loose, right, to get in there and you can't be afraid to make that move. You got to you got to be if you really, truly want to win, you have to realize at some point you're going to have to get every single chip that there is. And that's something I've always thought. That's to a myself. good way to put it. Yeah. I'm going to have to get every single chip that everybody in this room has. There's a thousand people in this room and we have 200 big blinds. It's a very long way to get there. But, you know, what got me into poker was online poker back in like 2003 when I'm in school and college and Moneymaker and online poker. It was before it was banned. Uh, Chris Moneymaker. Oh, my God. It was before like uh, Black Friday and all of this stuff. So online poker. Oh, my God. You talk about an education that was expensive. Online poker is really <laughs> why I'm good in, at live poker because I've played so many iterations of hands. There isn't online poker anymore. There they? is, but it's not legal. I mean, it's like anything. Okay. Like even these old sites like Bodog or Bovada, like they they still exist. They'll still take your money. The question is, you can't you get, get it paid out. out. Yeah, you know, it's like any of these sort of any any of this crypto type stuff. <laughs> They're to me, accepting it's like, all payments. Wh- where's the? Uh, so can I transfer that to my bank account? You right. Know? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, because we had um, we had Terrence on here. Uh, he was a friend of uh, you know the infamous Pete, as we mentioned, uh-huh. and uh, he had won a satellite tournament. You can check out the episode; it's out there. Yeah. Um, and he talked a little bit about that too, about uh, online poker and you know the difference in the the length of tournaments when you you know when you I think he said something about ten or twelve hour day. You mentioned a fourteen. Same idea. I don't want to do anything for ten to fourteen hours, right? When you think about a work day, like if you're in the office. 
let's be fair, right? If you're there eight, eight hours, hour day, that's a regular day. That's a regular day. And you're like, okay. <laughs> but and think about how many times you get up and walk around or go to the bathroom or just stretch your legs. And so to go sit to lunch. There, right. And to sit there and just grind it out of the table, like, like it's a certain caliber of person for that. So I also think, you know, you see a lot of, you know, fat, unhealthy poker players. But what you're seeing more of is people understanding the value of like, I'm going to have to sit at this table. I need my body to be strong just so I can yeah. sit on my butt all day. Like it's not good for you, right? So it's it like, sounds ironic. It sounds backwards, <laughs> but you're right. You need to be in shape so you can sit and do nothing. Deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you got to have that stamina, you know what I mean? Yeah. That fatigue, if you will. So you prefer tournaments over cash games? I just, I'm a degenerate. I like it all, but I, I am, I would say, what do I feel that I'm better at? Probably tournaments. Okay. But again, you know, there was times I went to Borgata when even when I was like 19 years old and I would sit down at a one, two cash game and be up a thousand dollars and my dad would walk over and be like, what? You know, cause he, he just couldn't believe he didn't get it. That it would work like that. Right. You know, and uh, is that real money? You flip, like, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, then get up. I'm like, all right. And we, we, we would, and we would chill out. And, you know, a thousand dollars when you're young is like crazy. Well, you, know? you mentioned inflation. So even, <laughs> even back in the day, yeah. you know, <laughs> even I mean, now not, it's enough. You you're know? not super old, Nick, but you're no spring chicken anymore. Yeah, yeah, either, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool, man. So uh, let me ask you this, though. Do you even get invited to play in any home games anymore? I think the thing with like something like that is there's games around, but it's more of like finding a crew of people like me and you, and then whoever else we want to bring in. Pete, just don't forget Pete, about Pete. Pete, you know, <laughs> Tree, right? Like I, yeah. whoever, whoever wants to play, but find a group of people that you feel you can trust. It's not some true like people trying to just get your money type vibe, and like you build like a, a game like that. There's games around, and then you know I could go to places, but. It's just more of like I'd rather save up my money and prepare for like one of these schedule of tournaments and like. Well, I like, to but play, in terms of staying sharp, <laughs> see, I prefer. Um, I like the house game, kind of like what you were mentioning, right? Yeah. So for me, if I'm playing house poker and I haven't hosted one and it's probably been a couple of years, I have a table in the other room that you know. So we used to do a, before I moved to North Carolina. We used to play a lot. So I've been looking. I t- stuck my toe in it with a couple different games at the house, right? But you look for that crew, like you said. Yeah. So I want to have a fun game. Like, so it's not about winning or losing. Uh, I mean, it, it is because I, I is, do but... want your money, right? <laughs> but it's also about the camaraderie of just playing. Like when you're playing in a house game, and that's kind of where I'm going with it. So if we're sitting around and it's you, me, and a handful of guys that we all know, and we're just kind of hacking on each other, then it doesn't matter if you walk out of there with an extra 50 bucks or 20 bucks or you right. lose, you know, it's like, hey, you know what? If you lose thirty to forty dollars playing at my house, and you were there for three to four hours, had some beers, uh, we had we had some 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 meatballs or whatever. The same thing as going out and eating dinner nowadays. Yeah, right. Like I'll, everything is a hundred dollars to go eat dinner. Yeah. So and now you had bro time. Yep. You're brochachos. Brochachos. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's I awesome. do. Well, then it sounds like we're going to need to get that brew in here uh, in short order. I mean, that, Mr. I, Table that, over there. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, it's been on my mind. Um, it's been on my mind to get it going. The problem is we just had Tree on here, or his is coming out, but he plays a little higher stakes for me. Uh, and he plays a little more loosey goosey. So shout out to you, Tree. You're, well, bring him over here. I'll calm him down a little bit, and I'll I'll keep you know, him. In, you know, I'm going to bring you to his house. That's what I'm gonna do. he plays in his neighborhood, and we're going to bring you over there. You play with the big boys. Okay, and we'll that's see. cool too. Yeah, I, and again, like I'm not going to be unless they're playing for like 
you know, tens of thousands of dollars. I'm not going to worry too much about, uh, you know, stakes or anything. So. I'm not sure what his buy-in. We'll, we'll get with him. We'll see what the buy-in is. Um, I know it's not $20, which is why I don't go. Sure. You know. Um, well, that's cool. I, uh, I've been wanting to play. And, and to your point, like around here, I need to stay sharp. I need to play. I need to, you know, it's like anything. You, know, so you can ride a bike and get sharp again, but it's the muscle memory. It's the experience. It's the, yeah. the, the sharpness of it. So Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you find that when you're in these tournaments in, in different places, like does everyone really um, contribute to like the table etiquette, right? Is there always one jackass at the table that has to splash the pot or, you know, talk out of turn or bet out of turn, which is the worst? Yeah, you don't see like too much betting out of turn. I mean, th- most of the people that are willing to throw in a reasonable amount of money are taking it fairly se- okay. seriously. Good. But there's always rich people. There's always old people. There's always, you know um, – people that are just generally contentious by nature and they, you know, just want to stir it up. But I mean, I think that for the most part, people are just, um, they're trying to win. So, well, that's the, that's the name of the game, right? You want to, you want to get that money. Right. Right. So they're not going to, um, do something that could get them also penalties or, you know, BS. So we did, um, one of my fond memories is, um, so before I moved here, um, I hosted this. Just I, I used to have a couple different groups that I played home games with, right? And so we moved in. We lived in this townhouse one, one year, and they had this big community center that ha- it was this big open space, right? And so they let me host a poker tournament there, and I had uh, a four table poker tournament, and I was like, okay, I can do thirty two people comfortably. It turned out I had to end up doing thirty six. I had to add an extra seat to each one. I didn't even play in this tournament. So what I did, and you'd appreciate this. I wish I could do it around here, but it was a sixty-five dollar buy-in, right. right? Tournament style. I allowed one rebuy before I think the third or fourth um, level blind went up. Uh-huh. So every fifteen minutes, blinds were going up. So what happened was I had so many different side home games going on. So I reached out to different people and I said, "Hey, I'm doing this tournament. You know, this is the cost to get in." I turned people away because I only had so many seats, and I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that I, pretty much I knew everyone in the room. Right? Sure, so it's sure. people that I trusted. It's people like, hey, this guy's not an a-hole. Like, they can come in. Uh, one of the tournaments, uh, I let someone bring one of their friends. And he was like the one dude drinking. It was like, it was like a Saturday, like at yeah, noon yeah. we started, right? So one guy, a couple hours in, he's hammered. Like, he didn't win, by the way. Um, but it was so much fun, right? So Sean helped me out with this. And we were, you know, t- the coloring up. So I collected the money. And we had, I went to, like, Sam's Club. And I had, like, a spread of food. And I had, like, the, the canned sodas. So, like... I provided all that. That was all part of the fee. Sure. So you, you go in there and like get up at your own peril, right? So, you know, I just kind of walked around. If there was any quite like there was never this is the good thing. Like there was never any debate on, oh, I called you. No, I I bet this. Like not even once. I did I did the tournament twice. Uh-huh. Uh So both times it was great. So what I did it was kind of cool. So I tried to keep it fun, and I did. Uh, I bought for the first tournament. I bought a book. It was uh, like poker for idiots or uh-huh. poker for dummies. Uh-huh. So first person eliminated. I stopped the tournament. Here you and go, I, bud. I gave him the book. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a friend of mine's uncle, and uh, you know he was good sport about it, which was yeah. funny, right? Yeah. Um, but then when I did the second tournament, I took the top three finishers. How many fir- did you uh, pay in the first tournament? I maybe like five. I or- think five or six, uh-huh. if I recall. Um, I didn't separate the money well enough in the first tournament. Sure. Uh, the first one was pretty top loaded. Well, that's how tournaments typically are. Yeah. Top loaded. Like, for instance, let's say that a tournament even pays 100 people. First, second, and third are still going to be like 
forty percent of that, even if you're paying like a, a hundred positions. Yeah. Just because that's the beauty of like the you gotta, prize. You're the winner. You're the winner. You're the winner. Right. And I, I like that. <laughs> I like what, that idea. <laughs> what I did the second time is I took the winners, the top three, and I put bounties on them. Right. Uh-huh. So I went out and I bought like Best Buy gift cards for like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. I said, Hey, if you knock this person out, right? And I told them that when they signed up, I said, Hey, you, you came in second, <laughs> there's a bounty on you and everyone's gonna know it. So and they're and coming for you. All all three of them are like, bring it. They're like, this is great because now if they oh, go yeah. all in, they're going to – like it's extra incentive for you to go all That's in. That's a prideful thing as well. Like I'd love to ride a bounty. You know what I mean? It's like, A, you got to – you know you know why I have this bounty. Yep. And then also people attacking bounties often are too overzealous. Yep. Right? And, and you'll see that behavior as well. So I, I wouldn't mind riding a bounty, it's being Billy, that person. Billy the Kid syndrome, right? Like, <laughs> like oh, you're the fastest gunman? Well, have I got I to beat you to be him. Right. You know? Uh, so yeah, it didn't work out for anyone trying to trying to get the bounty. I'm Go pretty sure him. all three of them made it to the final table, Again. and that was the cutoff. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So when you talk about luck versus skill, mm-hmm. well, these guys had the skill. They kept showing up. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what I told them was, I said, if no one knocks you out, then you get the gift card. Oh, that's right? cool. So, so it kind of. Well, I was going to ask well. that question, but you handled it perfectly. Like, well, what are the, what do I get? Uh, the people are headhunting me the whole yeah, time, yeah. right? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yep. Make it to the top eight or whatever it was. Then, sure. then this this is yours. Awesome. So, in that's addition cool. to whatever cash prize, we'll you, run that you back. Let's do that again. If I can find the people, <laughs> that's the tough part, right? So, you know, we're a little little older in our days, and yeah. I would need the location to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's. You know, I want to start with but some home like, games. But even like just like yeah, here and we run it back with the people we know and we like and we just do it for a few hours and do it for I'm fun. I'm missing it, bro. So let's do it. Yeah. The more I talk <laughs> about it, the more I like I start having like uh, like these twitchy uh, flashbacks. Uh, like, oh, I can't wait to play again. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So do you have any like weird rituals before you play? Like do you, you know, I mean, slaughter really a chicken like, or something? corny stuff like try to get a good night's sleep the night before like try to exercise that morning say your prayers you know yeah maybe i'm up that i'm willing to beg any of the gods in the universe <laughs> you know I mean? anybody wants to help right you know that you talk they, they you talk about poker gods a lot and when you play poker and the poker gods are against me or this or that and i always you know think that's funny like yeah but some days it really feels like uh, no matter what you do you're playing right and things are just uh it's not going your way. They're not going to happen for you. So. <laughs> Man, do you have like a, are you a master of like the poker chip? Like the, oh, I, hands? yeah. And what, and because I played so much like um, online, I never really mastered like chip shuffling and all this stuff okay. that people do at the table. Um, so on the one hand, people are probably like, he's not chip shuffling. He can't be, can't be that good. He can't be good. Yeah. So now I've just decided I'm never going to chip shuffle. I'm just going to, that's a good theory. You know what I mean? I I'm like, like people are going to say to me, Oh, I can't chip shuffle. Then you don't have experience, and you know I don't think that that's valid. So, no, that's, and now I'm sort of cool. in this, like to your point, this reverse psychology of it. So, um, no, I, I mean that's what you need, though, right? Yeah. So whatever, whatever you got to do to get inside your opponent's head. So that's I, I never, I never looked at it that way. Or let them think, you know, let them underestimate you. That is the most beautiful place to be at at poker. Is let them think you don't know something, or let them think that. You know, just be, being in that position is so great because you can just play coy and just check and just wait. And, yeah. You know, I like I'm it. also super aggressive. So you couple that with the when this other, you know, it's switching gears, I guess, is what you hear all the time. You got you got to play, you got to play multiple, multiple ways. You right. Know I mean, be able right, to right, switch right. gears. Yeah. Aggressive all day. You're going to lose uh, passive all day. You're going to lose. 
switching gears at the right times, that's when you chip up. Nice. So. You get, it's kind of like uh, when you said that, I was thinking of uh, you ever seen uh, White Man Can't Jump, the original mm-hmm, with Woody mm-hmm. Harrelson, you know, yeah. and he's like, oh, definitely you, only the original, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when he's like, uh, oh, you, you mean play basketball? You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. So that's you. What like, is this game? This little yeah. hoop game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, is, is four aces good, guys? I'm not sure. Like, can you, someone explain to me? Ex- are these ones? Exactly. <laughs> so that'd be kind of funny to get in there. Man, that's pretty cool, though. So, all right, so besides poker, dude, what do you I, – I know you're into cars as well, right? Is that your other shtick or are you trying yeah, to cards, be? Or... like cards, like basketball cards actually, selling on eBay, um, okay. which is the way that I'm trying to fund next year's WSOP. So, um, <laughs> You got a target? You got a, well, I, you you know, got a plan? <clears throat> the goal was to play the main event, which is $10,000. And it's like that's going to be a tough – like I think I could save up $10,000 if I wanted to. But well, then, let's be clear. If the wife would allow it. <laughs> she she may or may not listen to this podcast. If she is, I'm not doing that. But if she's not, I'm saving up the 10K. No. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. You got to save up 20. I, well, I want to save up. I want to play the main. That's like the life goal. Okay. You know, and I wanted to do it before I was 40. But being realistic, I'm like, would it make more sense to save up 10,000 and play like 10 events the next summer when it comes to Vegas? And like, when, when you weigh in. Right. Or just play multiple events and spread the risk and say, instead of playing one $10,000 tournament, I'll play 10 $1,000 tournaments so that I can... Any of those 10, you win. If I do good, then I can still play the big stuff. So. You win the first one, you're in, and you got nine grand left. Boom. Yeah. Okay. That's I like the that. thought. So. 10 would be a tough nut to crack. I mean, Ooh. you you got to go in there <laughs> like to have that money to lose. And that's you know. the other part of it. Like I've never lost ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars to me as a regular person is a tremendous amount of money. Yeah. But it's also like if you want to do something tremendous, you probably have to show up and you probably have to be there in the first place. So, you know, if I were to do it, I would just say no matter what happens, this is an experience. This is a trip to Bali. This is a mm. you know, that's how I would interpret the experience is like, you know, anybody going to the Super Bowl or whatever people like to do. Yeah. You know? See, when you say that, I, in my head, I'm thinking like, if I go to my wife and I say, "Hey, I'm going to spend ten grand on this," <laughs> and there's a good chance that I'm not coming back with, with anything, anything, right? And then she's in the other room saying, thinking of all the other things that, that we could spend. get with ten thousand yeah, dollars exactly. and the bills that we could pay and <laughs> yeah. the, you know, no, I get it, but I'm just saying like, if you do, if it's your thing and you believe in it and you want to do it, do it. I do, think uh, you got to do it. If you if you get in the tournament, if you win your way in. I mean, that's sweeter than, than buying your way in. Oh, yeah. So. But I'd certainly love to do it for cheaper. Oh, oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, so you and I talked a little bit about doing something else besides this. So you talked about maybe doing some sort of like YouTube channel yeah. or some sort of uh, – I'm, I'm a big fan of the, of the side hustle, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Right? So this podcast is my first step into that. And I got a few other things in my mind as well. But this is the one that, that I've really been enjoying – so tell me a little bit about something that you some some maybe some ideas like like I said and this could be we're at the the birthing stages of these ideas infancy so of like what we want to do yeah like I, I think you and I have talked about this like what you're doing here and like just looking at your setup today it's awesome like I'm proud of you like this is great like you've taken so many steps like I I was asking you before we started how many of these have you done now like ten or eleven you're like sixteen I'm like you're further than you've done this sixteen times. Then, you know, what what interests me? YouTube. I mean, I think we talked about platforms and like what interests me. Yeah. Podcasting, 
um, learning what you've done here with like the setup, with the mics, with the sound, with the boarding, like it, that's all cool. But I think I also like the notion of like the video side of things, like the YouTube side of like a, a vlogger, if you will. Right. Yep. Um, could I vlog my trip to the WSOP next year? Well, that would be pretty sick. That'd be dope. right. Yeah. So, you know, those are the ideas that I circle around is like, and there's plenty of um, poker vloggers to like understand what good looks like and who it's like, who do the people that entertain me and what are they doing? Right. And when they analyze hands and when they do overlays and, you know, you just, you know what good looks like cause you know what you like. So it's like, how could I get there? <laughs> so what you're thinking like a, like a poker type, um, poker type YouTube channel. Yeah. Like related. analysis also just showing like, dude, I'm at the main event. I'm at the World Series of Poker. I told you I wanted to play here, and now I'm here. And I just got my ass kicked, or I just showed up, or I just got 171st, and I got, and I won a thousand dollars, and I bought him for five hundred. Whatever the yeah, wherever you fall on the spectrum, I think people like seeing documentation of failure and success. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what it does is it gives everyone else hope. That and I think that's something yeah. that's big, right? So here you are, regular dude. Yeah, you, as far as I can tell, you're not Rain Man, right? <laughs> no, so, so far not, from it, far from it. <laughs> so, so there's no extra calculations going on there. Like, you know, besides the normal, I don't know, maybe yeah, you're yeah. a math genius, I don't know, but sure. you know, but you you were able to document and show something like that. You know, the regular average Joe, if you will, sees it, and says, "Oh, well, if Nick can do it, I can do it." And anybody that's not an insult to you. No, no, right? it's it's like that's the point. It's like anybody can do this. Like I chose that I wanted to do this because it's important to me, but but. The other part people got to remember is, but I also have played poker for 20,000 hours since I was a kid. Right. I, I played video poker with my dad when we, you know what I mean? Like, so don't think that you can just show up either. Like you do need the necessary prerequisites to. Yeah. It's a skill. <laughs> to, uh, to compete. Yeah. There's going to be people. Let's say there's 60% of the field that's going to be better than me. There's again, the old people, the rich people, the, <laughs> the ones there for show, the, uh, the celebrities that the may celebrities show up, of the, you know, pretty certain they bought their way. Cause in. like, uh, there's like Brad Garrett and Jason Alexander, just all these, you know, celebrities. Oh, uh, dude, they all play. Basically the whole it. Seinfeld cast plays. You I love like it. Seinfeld, right? So, love Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, this podcast has been referred to a little bit as that because it's really about nothing. Like we have such a wide variety, right? Hitting everything. Uh, I can be called worse, you know, if, uh, mm -hmm. if I can be as famous as Seinfeld, then sounds good to me. Do it. That's awesome, man. Uh, so if you end up doing that, you know, we'll obviously talk leading up to that, but yeah, if you get into the world series, like we'll, we're going to talk a little deeper on the production that's going to take place to sure. document this, um, you might have to go out there with me and we just do it together because oh, I'm going to not have the, uh, the skill sets to do some of this well, stuff. Well, you got to so. focus. You focus on the <laughs> no, game. No. I'll be playing at the table. You do all this fancy pants oh, yeah. uh, we'll magician a, work. We'll bring a quote-unquote crew with us <laughs> to make sure the camera is running. That's right. You know, We'll do some editing later. You know, Cut out the trips to certain places. That's right. In the it, is Vegas. it is Vegas. <laughs> it is Vegas after all. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So let me ask you this. So, any other thoughts you're thinking about as far as, I don't know, any shout outs, anything else you want to talk about working on or whatever? No, just thank you. Shout out to you. This has been great. Um, you know, I've been putting it off and I'm glad that we're finally here knocking it out. And this has uh, been a good experience. So um, 
I also believe in like some like manifestation, if you will, and just like putting out like what I want to do, yeah. like through this podcast, um, whoever hears it and it's like, this is what I want to do. So now there's sort of a little bit of, um, universal pressure to like show up and, and do what I said that I want to do. So, um, shout out to that idea of like doing what you say <laughs> you're going to do. Yep, so. for sure. Yeah. I tell you what though, that's been the hardest part. You know, we talked a little bit before we recorded about, you know, oh, I hate hearing my own voice. You know, mm-hmm. it took me a little while to get past that. Uh, my next phase, and I'm going to manifest this by saying it, is to get on video, is mm-hmm. to do some of that. Like, that's probably the next phase for me. I mean, I got a face made for radio, right? So I have to get past that, you know, and figure <laughs> it out, right? Because I think that, I think you're right. I think I think video, people want to see who they're listening to. I think that is a, it's a different you pick a, up a lot from the nonverbals, from the back and forth. If they were watching this now, people would be like, those dudes are so handsome and funny. You know, it's just one of these things. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you'd be quoting. That's a quote. That, <laughs> yeah. that's <what> it, <laughs> Once the camera's on, y'all can uh, judge that for yourselves. Yeah. You know? <laughs> for sure. But yeah, things like that, I think you're right. I think that's good because now we've talked about it. I'm going to try to keep holding you accountable for that. Yeah. Because um, it comes down to, you know, you met, I mean, you got a wife, you got three young children that takes up a lot of time, yeah. you know, and it's a matter of when can you carve out a half an hour here, an hour there to not, not necessarily just to sit down and record, but you have to put the ideas on paper. You got to say, Hey, what am I planning for here? And, you know, doing a video is harder than just doing a podcast, but it, some of it overlaps some of the work. So it's having the equipment, it's knowing what you need to do. How do you market it? Things like that. So yeah, uh, I'm here. If you need any help with that, I'd love to assist or be part of it in any way I can. Cool. Um, I want to see other people kind of bring their, bring their game up a little bit and just. Also, man, I want to shout out what I saw with you and your daughter earlier and how you've involved her in all of this. And she's helping you with your, your digital and your marketing and like, dude, that bro, like that is really, you know, you talk about like helping me, but like seeing that it's like, dude, like, you're teaching your children how to be successful and you're showing them things that nobody taught you until we figured it out ourselves. I so. have the advantage of having a couple of teenagers uh, <laughs> and they give me social media school. They're killing it, bro. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So shout out to uh, Mackenzie. Uh, she does all the artwork yeah. for, for the podcast. Great, so every episode, like she, yeah, I'm thankful for that because, you know, I'm not an artist. You know, the first, the first couple episodes I tried doing and she came to me and she's like, dad, Come on. Tighten it up. Yeah. She's like, what are, what are we doing here? She's like, I'm taking this over. I said, done. Say less. <laughs> Let's get it. So um, cool. awesome, man. Well, you know, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's been it's been a good time talking about poker. And I think that what we've done now is we're putting it out there that we have to start a home game and yep. we're going to do a few things. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. So. Um, and we got a vlog to do next June. So what is this? June 2nd? That's the target. Yeah, so we got basically a year. We got a year. Save up our money, get better at vlogging and podcasting and recording and this and that. And, okay. And then we'll be ready. So we, well, got a, we got a calendar year. What we should do is we got to move <laughs> it forward one little baby step every month. Yeah. Like, what do we got to do? Like, we let's put that plan together. And maybe we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll circle back to that in whatever length of time it takes to see if we've made any progress and hold awesome. ourselves, hold ourselves accountable. You know what I mean? Love it. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for checking out Casual Nonsense today. Uh, be sure to like, click, share, follow, whatever your whatever your pleasure is. All right, let's stay casual.